0: A Brand new episode of Terribly Funny coming right at you. And you know me. I'm your friend, your pal, your host, Steve Bazalone. And this, of course, is the podcast where I talk to funny people about terrible things that have happened to them. And oh, baby, we got a real doozy for you today. We have a, uh, a good friend of mine, the wonderful actor, Mr. Sam Lerner. What can I tell you about Sam Lerner? Well, I've known him for the last five years, five and a half, almost pushing six years, where he has been a uh, series regular, uh, a member of the JTP, on the situation comedy, The Goldbergs. Uh, But you've also seen him in a ton of other things. He's been in uh, Workaholics, and uh, Suburgatory, and uh, uh, Truth or Dare, that movie. Remember, they all got the weird smiles, and then they fucking died, and it was creepy? Yeah, I didn't see it, because I don't do scary movies, but I saw the trailer, and I was still like, oh, creepy. Uh, He was also in Monster House. He's done all sorts of stuff he's a young man he's a fine young man a great actor a funny dude and today we're going to talk about uh you know what it's like to grow up in hollywood what's like to be have a, a, a family who are actors and the pitfalls of uh, falling prey to being a child actor so we're going to get into all that shit real soon but before we do let me say this gang hey do you like this do you like this show do you like this podcast go to our itunes page subscribe Give us a rating. Give us a review. I'd love to hear what you think about this. Also, you can check us out on the social medias. It's terribly underscore funny on Twitter, terribly funny podcast on Instagram, and terribly funny podcast at Gmail. If you want to just drop me a line and say, hey, man, Sam seems cool, and so do you, Steve, or hey, Steve, go fuck yourself, but I still like Sam. I am open to all of your opinions. There, that part's done. Now, uh, this is a very fast intro, and I think that's good because let's get to the fun stuff. And the fun stuff is, of course, Sammy Lerner. Theme music, please.
1: Yeah, I, my life Nothing is only happy. Um, no, I, I, so I thought about like coming on and like talking about like a breakup, you sure, know, which is very like very
0: rife and very universal.
1: Which, like, I guess I could also get into, but I, I, I was mentioning this to my girlfriend mm-hmm. now, Olivia, who's awesome and we were talking about this other story that I told her just a few weeks ago about Mm -hmm. my first time smoking weed when I was 13 and I got grounded for like six months. Oh, sure. Six months. Yeah. And then I thought that that was kind of a, yeah,
0: steep, uh, Patty,
1: Patty Lerner is an interesting, interesting woman. And like now I, I, I do thank her for it because Uh I think it made like a big difference on me growing up because I am from LA, which is a big city, you know? And like, I grew up with a lot of like, like kids that were maybe on different paths and like, one of my best friends growing up, like now I don't even know, like what he he was a child actor, and They're now not- like you know he. Went down that child actor road that you as, hear about often. Many, many do, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was also a child actor, but I was like one of the ones that didn't like it wasn't my full focus. Like yeah. it was like I didn't get dropped out of school or anything. Like I I did some work as like I did like two or three movies as a kid and then like guest starred on a, a couple shows. Sure. But I would it would always be like I would bring my school work there and like then go right back right. to school. Like it was it was if always that, very, was,
0: that, was that very cool? Because well, you have acting in your family, like your dad, yeah, and your my, uncle, they're actors. So it was like uh-huh. was it a foregone conclusion or was it something like you just saw them like
1: I want to do that same thing I I don't know I like I feel like I was a goofy kid and I like know. I was just like the class clown type of kid sure. and I was always like I want attention. And like, so it just kind of naturally happened. But I remember I used to turn down auditions all the time to go skateboarding and stuff with my friends. Like,
0: Oh, you were a cool kid, man. Yeah. Skateboarder. Like
1: I was like, I was like, you know, or or even to play, like go to camp or like play basketball or whatever. Like I would, like I would get an audition. I'd be like, ah, I don't really care for this. And then when I got a little older and I decided I actually want to be an actor full time, like I want to pursue it like you know i was like what was i doing turning down these jobs sure. but you know at the same time i'm like happy with how i turned out and also you were a kid i was a kid exactly and you were still doing shit and that was my mom's argument she was like i i will not force my, cause I had friends whose parents were like kind of forcing them into the business. No, cause man, it's like no pays for college and whatever yeah, reason. But then,
0: like then it's, I, I think anything that you're forced to do, you're going to mm-hmm. rebel against. Yeah. Like, I think that's what like a lot of the child actors end up going down the dark paths. Cause like this, I don't, this, doesn't mean anything to their me. brains kind
1: of, aren't developed yet they don't yeah. know what they want to do they're mush and yeah. it's like
0: and it, I think that's interesting because like I grew up in like the suburbs of Pittsburgh and there was like a bunch of pot mm-hmm. actually pot was way easier to come by than like booze like mm-hmm. I didn't drink at all like in high school because it just wasn't around like oh, I wow. could like steal nips from like my parents' shit. But, like, it wasn't like we had to parties and it was just ripe with booze. Uh Um, But Pop was around. But that's, like, it in terms of access. Like, I think out here, probably, like, I have friends who grew up here. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that my friend at 13 was, like, doing a ton of blow. And I was like, what? Oh, my God, dude. I didn't see cocaine until I was, like, 22.
1: My friends, like, and the reason I I mentioned that, like, I'm even though, yeah, and I'll get into the story about why I was grounded for six months and all of that. But, like, I had friends that were literally going to raves and, like, doing ecstasy and acid and shit at the
0: age of 13, I mean, which I don't, under, I can't even fathom. Because You're a child. You see a 13 year old. Now there's like the few that like hit puberty early and you're like, wow, you look like you're 18, but most <laughs> look like you look like you're 10.
1: Yeah. And especially me, like I looked, I, I still look 13. So yeah. Like,
0: and like two years ago, you
1: looked 12. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, it's, I'm glad that I was not that I I do believe to an extent that weed can be a gateway drug especially when you're that young but like I'm just glad that it was like stopped then because I then didn't really smoke weed again until I was like 18 right. because it was so frowned upon to right. my mom and like sure. my dad didn't fully care as much but like you know was supportive of what my mom was saying and yeah, like
0: uh, this is gonna make my life easier if I agree yeah,
1: yeah. exactly so yeah. so like you know he obviously didn't want his 13 year old son smoking weed but like so basically I'll just tell you the story so I was Please. I was really good friends with a like a Disney star because we did this movie called Monster House together I, the I feel like Dan Harmon yeah, yeah yeah which Dan Harmon wrote
0: when I worked one community he would bring it up every so often I, was, it's I cr- should see this and never have. It's so Sorry, crazy that apologies. he wrote
1: that because he's on such a different, like, it was such like a family movie. I don't. I feel yeah. like he's on a different
0: like, path now. He is, but he's, he's also awesome. like everything he does is like there is, it's usually, I mean, Ricky and Morty is about family, but it's mm-hmm. always, there is like this core of family. Like you understand, I mean, he's a genius with story structure. And yeah. shit, so he knows like how to link into whatever that. Totally. The thing that everybody responds to.
1: Isn't there – were you the one that told me that story that like how they pitched that, him and Rob Schraub? Like they just were in the room for – they were in a meeting with Sony for or Columbia Pictures or whatever for something else. And then in the room they were like, guys, like can can you guys pitch us like this – like a house that's a monster or something and they were like oh yeah let us and like on the cuff they just did that and then got the writing job i
0: i mean i don't know but that's i heard some story like that yeah i mean rob i don't know very well but like dan can he's he's a salesman he can fucking talk so that's cool probably sounds right that's so cool Sounds right yeah. And that was, that was
1: really cool for me to do as a kid. I was like 11 years old when I did sure, that. And that man. cast was insane. It was like Steve Buscemi and like mm-hmm. Maggie Gyllenhaal. It was like a crazy,
0: Did crazy, you see crazy any cast. of them or were you just like in a booth?
1: And no, it was motion like capture. Oh, So shit. it was that whole like you wear the suit and the infrared cameras oh, and stuff. Oh, fuck. That's, so I was like 11. What a crazy experience for 11-year-old. Dude, it was so cool. Yeah. It was like Awesome. It was, and it was produced by Spielberg and like Zemeckis. It was, it was so, that was like the biggest
0: job I did as a kid. And then immediately finished that. I was like, give me all the pot. Yeah. Well, so, so
1: I was best friends with this kid who was on Hannah Montana. His name's Mitchell Musso. We're like, we don't really talk anymore. Like Mm -hmm. he, I think he moved back to Texas now, but like he, like he started like smoking weed at like a really young age. And like he had an older brother
0: who was in Miley money.
1: Right. So, so So my first time smoking weed, he lived in Valencia and I went over there for like a sleepover and it was me and Mitchell and his brother Mason, who was in the band called Metro Station with Trey Cyrus, who is Miley's older brother. So it was the four of us and we were hanging out and they were like for a band, right? (laughs) Metro Station. Okay yeah so we ended up like they were like you guys want to smoke some weed and I like I was so young and like Did I they didn't really know. have the really
0: cartoon know.
1: villain voice? <laughs> they, they, I mean basically yeah. and so I ended up smoking that night and then like the next day they were like let's wake and bake so we smoked weed the next day also mind you I'm 13 mm-hmm. the day goes on and then I'm it was like a it was like a Saturday and my parents were com- my dad was coming to pick me up from Mitchell's house that day at like 4 o'clock and me and him were passed out on the couch watching Lord of the Rings sure. at like four o'clock on sure. a Saturday when normally we'd be out skateboarding or yeah. like doing whatever we normally do. So I think he like instantly was like, Oh, this is weird. Uh-huh. Something, something's up. There's like food next to us yeah. and, and stuff. And so he, you know, I think mentioned it to my mom and then I got home and my mom was like, I'm going to drug test you. And I was like, fine, like do it. I'm, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And I'm double down. And sure, man. Yeah. I yeah. doubled down hard. Then she like went to the store, got a drug test, drug test me. It was positive, And cool. she, was just like this was like the biggest thing to her. I it was like don't was it, smoke pot. That was, was it was, about
0: the pot or was it about the fact that you lied about it? I think it was probably both compounded. Yeah.
1: But I but like she she always says that like like it's so bad for memory loss and stuff. And like I don't know like I have a different view on pot now. But like well, but does she still contend that or is it just like this is I am taking a hard line because you're still a fucking child. I think it was mostly because I'm 13. Yeah. Like thir- I can now recognize yeah. that that's insane to sure. for, for like a 13
0: year old. Person to be doing any sort of drug. Like, that's insane. Well, I, I can't. I am. I have a dachshund. I'm not a parent. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine, like, just wanting to, like, grip so hard so you don't start going down that. i'm Totally. I, I imagine it's probably like, yeah, all right, you smoke a little pot. But yeah. does that turn but into at that, But at the right live?
1: age, like 16, maybe, yeah, sure. you know, when you're, like, a little more developed, yeah. I feel like I get it. So, anyway, so she. Where, where
0: I, were you eighth grade? I was probably in seventh grade. Yeah, I think, I think the first time I smoked was eighth grade. Yeah. And I, I was like, Oh no, is this forever? Yeah, it's like, yeah. like David. After it's dentist. terrifying yeah. by the way.
1: It's like not enjoyable when you're a kid no. at all.
0: It's also, you're like smoking the worst. Like st- at least I was like yeah. sticks and stones and bullshit. It's disgusting. Just like so stupid high.
1: Right. Stupid. So anyway, so then, so uh, she, uh, she decides to like ground me for all this time and I was not allowed to do like, she took away my computer and my TV Boy. and like my, like, I think my sister was even saying she took away my clothes, which I didn't remember,
0: but she was like, I know you like like have a burlap sack.
1: I was like, I think I was left like probably basic, like a white t-shirt and like jeans or something. Uh, But like,
0: I wish she would have just made you like walk around like in a barrel, like a cartoon hobo. That
1: would be hilarious. So she took away, I think the point was she was trying to take away like all the stuff that brings me joy, which is so sad, but she was the
0: inverse uh, Marie Kondo. Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just keep the bullshit.
1: That's hilarious. Um, yeah. And so, all that, and then she was going on like a like a like a vacation with my sister. They were going, they went to Europe to mm-hmm. you know just to like explore and stuff. My sister was like four years older; she was like seventeen. Sure. Um, and so they went on this great vacation, and I like she told my dad like he's not allowed to do anything. Mm-hmm. You better not. My dad was super cool, who you've now met because yeah, he's guest star on the Goldbergs. Yeah. Um, but he was like, okay, mom's gone. you're not allowed to go hang out with your friends however I'll let you watch TV a couple hours in the house and like you know and you can do this and then like as so they were gone for like a month and a half or something oh, wow. on this, on this trip. trip. Yeah. yeah. I know. Why, also, why was I just not invited on this trip? Also? Yeah. Why didn't you get your own trip? I was like, well, maybe cause I was a pothead. Yeah, that's why. I was a 13 year old pothead. Yeah. So, um, then I used to, this was like at the point where all my friends used to hang out at the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Oh, like sure, we the all, Galleria, yeah, the dream. we used to just hang out like on the steps there. Like we would skateboard around and like hang out with our friends. And that was like the fun thing to do. And then maybe you'd go see a movie or like go get like an ice cream or whatever. So my dad was, I was like, Dad, please, like, I really want to hang out with my friends tonight. Like, I, it's, I've it's i been in the house for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. Can I please go? And he was like, fine, you, we can go together, and I'll sit at the Cheesecake Factory and have dinner, and as long as I can keep an eye on you from there, because there's, like, a Cheesecake sure. Factory right there. And so I remember, like... Then like going off with my friend somewhere else And he was calling me like Are you fucking kidding me? Like I lied to your mother for this Like, And so just I just think that story is so funny Um, But like looking back on it now Like I'm I think I turned out pretty good Because I didn't I I never did drugs or anything until You know
0: Was it because like the consequences? Or just because
1: like I think I just knew Yeah it was the consequences And I just knew like It just wasn't worth it So I put my time and energy Other places you know And I probably like naturally separated myself from the people that would have been more going down that path. And like, then he like got a DUI and like got fired off his show and like, you know, and, and like, I think he's doing better now. Like I'm pretty sure he's sober now, but, um, you know, just like different, it's, it's just, not that I think I would have ever turned out so bad, but right. like, I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm now a little more grateful for it because I'm very happy with where I am now. Yeah, like... I,
0: I recently, I, cause like when I was like in eighth grade, mm-hmm. eighth grade and probably like early ninth, but it was really like the crux, the end of like middle school where mm-hmm. I like had a bunch of friends who I thought were very cool. Um, and like, I was just like the funny kids. I didn't, I was like always uncomfortable with like the bad shit they would do like, cause they'd smoke a bunch of pot and they'd yeah. like. Always, they'd like break into the school or they'd like, you know, go and tag shit and spray paint shit. Yeah. And there was like a point when I was like at the end of eighth grade or the ninth grade, I was like, a lot of my friends have parole officers. <laughs> that seems bad. That seems like a problem. Yeah. And then I was also like, they're all like nice kids, but it was just like a little bit like, it was kind of... Uh, like I would, a lot of jokes I would make were not understood. <laughs> like they would just like go over some of the heads and like, I, I should have friends that are more like me. Yeah. But like, it was interesting. Uh, I don't know what happened like six months ago or something. I had a dream about one of these kids and no I've not thought about him for 20 plus years. Wow. And just like that, you know, woke up that morning, just like did a Google search uh-huh. and he was like always like, he was very cool. He was like, had a, he was like just like so popular. Confident. Yeah. So confident. And like I remember, he was the one in like uh, he kind of gave. This is a weird story, but he's kind of gave like everybody. Um, Permission to admit that they jerked off. Because <laughs> remember, like, I don't know if you remember this, but like, at least around me, like, uh, if there was a certain age where like there was a deep shame if like mm-hmm. if you jerked off, like, what you're fucking. You like, gross, you like weren't man. sure if all weird. your friends were yeah. doing the same shit as you. And, but like in seventh or eighth grade, he was like, you jerk off, and people were, like, no. And he's like, I fucking do it. You should try it. It's dope. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh god, thank god, I've been doing it for years. Yeah, we got the we got the green light from yeah. the cool guy. Yeah, but he just had this unmitigated confidence and was like always like so cool. It was like very friendly to everybody. He would get in fights and shit, and he would he would, you know do a bunch of drugs and spray paint but he was like a nice kid uh-huh. but then I like after I had this dream about him I looked him up and he there was like a couple of articles like he I think lives in Ohio and has like a bunch of arrests uh-huh. and it's like god yeah. damn it that sucks because like I feel like most people kind of they grow out of it yeah you just you get into a phase and then it's just like alright well I was like a hormone monster mm-hmm. so of course like I'm gonna do weird shit because I'm surrounded by other kids that are doing weird shit and usually you come out of that but it was mm-hmm. just like a, such a bummer to be like oh right mm-hmm. there's an instance like so clearly to some degree my instincts were like. I should maybe steer to the right of this, even though totally. I think all these kids are very cool and nice and sweet people, but then totally who knows what the fuck happens down the road.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with your parents, you know, and like the environment yeah. that you're in. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah.
0: That sounds great. So you really just took that one occasion. Then you're like, you know what? I'm done with drugs.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, just because it was, I was like, you know, I was, I didn't want to get in trouble anymore. And, and then, you know, I, I started being more career focused and stuff right. and like now I can, so now I can like be a,
0: like casual a, with yeah, stuff. Yeah, you of know? course. But it's so crazy at 16, like I'm going to focus on my career now.
1: Yeah. I mean, just cause it was, you know, I, I kind of knew or like, that's when I kind of knew that I did want to do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, when I was guest starring on different shows and then I had like a cool recurring on that show, suburgatory. Sure. And that was like, with, I was like, Jane Oh, Leby this could and, be,
0: uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Chris
1: Parnell was in it. Yeah, like he was great. A bunch of people. Who, were Jeremy, uh, Sisto. Jeremy Sisto. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: he's awesome. Yeah.
1: What's he up to now? I like that guy.
0: I don't know something. He's probably on some. He's probably on he's like probably some on a CBS. Huge show. Yeah, show that's like yeah. run for 14 years. Exactly. And he's so rich, but we <laughs> Exactly. Don't know what he's doing. Yeah.
1: Totally. Yeah. I. I. I like. I realized that I. You know, maybe could have a career, and so I just started focusing on that, and I didn't go to college because I. My sister went away to a university and she went to Muhlenberg to study theater. Sure. And uh, we like we were signed with the same manager because she also wanted to act. And, and like those four years that my manager was like, she's missing out on so much right. stuff. And so it, like to, and she was a little older than me. So I was like, you know, what, I'm just going to try. Mm-hmm. I'm going to graduate high school and then just try to act. And then like it's kind of just been working out.
0: Did you give yourself like a timeline was like, I'm going to give it a year. And if I'm not doing a ton of shit. I'm gonna try school or was it just like I'm just gonna throw my all my chips on the table.
1: I don't know. I think I kind of just threw yeah. all my chips and just because I had sporadically worked forever like since I was nine but then like I went through I know I went through this awkward phase from like fifteen to like eighteen where I didn't work as much like there like there, there was and there was definitely like a, a full like two years that I right. wasn't working at all and I was like maybe I should have a backup, but i I kind of just you know my dad my dad being in the business like has always just said like to stick with it and that it's like, it's so sporadic and he's a character actor. So it's like his jobs were sometimes few and far between, sure. you know? So, but I, I don't know. I kind of just always looked up to him and thought like, if I just stick with it, then it'll work out.
0: Well, I mean, that's like a great metric and a great like uh sounding board of like, I've been doing this for 40 years. Yeah. I, I know what the peaks and valleys. And also that's great. Like a support system, like knowing totally. like, yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. Totally. I, I've been through tougher shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really cool. Like, that's why I'm so, I'm, I'm just like so happy for him when, when he's working. I'm just like, he's, I just know it's all he ever wants to do. Right. You know, he, right. he genuinely loves being an actor. It's it's cool.
0: Do you ever, uh, is there ever like a, a small part of you that kind of like regrets not going to school? Because I know like there was a period when I came out here when I first moved out because I, mean, I did my last semester here so I moved here I was 21. Mm-hmm. And you know, at that point like I was little actor boy and like did like a bunch of commercials and like mm-hmm. a bad zombie movie and shit like that. <laughs> that's amazing. But like, there was a couple of friends of mine that I made like pretty early on that just like moved here, red right for high school. Mm-hmm. And I always like kind of wondered like, how would my life have been different had I done that? Like, I wouldn't have like I wouldn't be friends with like Dan like so many Andy like some of the people I went to school with were like mm-hmm. my family now. I didn't know you guys all went to school together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you guys all go? We went to Emerson in Boston. Amazing. Yeah, Dan and I I met him on the second day of college and we. uh he I love I, your
1: guys's friendship. Yeah, it's like it reminds me right. of like me and my friend Cameron. Like, yeah. just, like, became friends really young, like, or early on, and, like, yeah. we, we're in the same field, and, like, we're just, like, I don't know, we do everything together. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's
0: great to have, like, a somebody who you just known forever, because it's, like, especially, you have a sibling, but I don't have any siblings, so mm-hmm. it's just, like, a lot of the people I'm really close with are, like, you know, they're brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we, would like, met the second day of college, and then... Started a comedy troupe together with like a couple of their <laughs> kids, and they're still like all like family. That's awesome, um, man. But there was like a little bit of like that, like, I wonder if I had just come out here when I was 18. How would things be different?
1: Yeah, but do you feel like you actually got like an education? Because that's my definitely something that I feel like sometimes. I wish I was smarter.
0: <laughs> well, I feel like I do to a certain degree, unless you're like going down like a very specific road, like you're doing pre med or something that like uh, that you absolutely need a degree and there's like an intangible skill. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing like theater and writing and photography. It was mm-hmm. like the three least marketable it's, it's all, bullshit yeah, it's things. It's all art. Yeah, so yeah. it's gar- it's kind of garbage. I mean, I, but. I do kind of agree with, like, the, uh, the the Frank Zappa adage of, like, you go to a library to get ed- education, you go to college to get laid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was not my experience. I did not get laid a ton in college because I was, like, very type A and, like, uh, an- anxious. But, yeah. um, but like, I the education part was, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, Emerson, I think it's, you know, it's grown exponentially and, like, gotten, like, I would not get into Emerson now because, like, that's so much higher standards. Oh, yeah. But, like, the education was fine. But the thing that was really great was, like, all the people I met. All the people you because met. Yeah, that's that's like what's become my family. That's what's become like my support system and my like inspiration and catalyst to do shit. Totally. And I
1: saw it with my sister because she had these friends that she grew up with since like preschool and they were best, best friends up until high school. And like now they're all still friends, but the friends that she made in college are like the life friends, you know, like the ones that I know are going to be in her life forever. So I definitely saw that with her. But I don't know, just like living in the same place, like I've kind of had the same friends since I was in high school now, sure. like, like, for, and we're all still pretty close. And then I met like a couple of people after like around the college yeah. age. So I definitely that are very close to me. So I definitely the social aspect for sure. I thought about it a lot, especially a couple of years ago when I was like 22, 23, when like my friends were moving back from right. college, right. I thought about that a lot. Like, what did I miss? But also like, I've lived such a cool, like, you know, exciting life, like getting to do what I love to do and like garnering a little bit of success. And, you know, I've come across so many cool people and, and like, I don't know. I, I, I think like grass is always greener. Like you always question what if, but, um, yeah, I, I, it would definitely be cool to like, feel like I got an education and maybe have had some like awesome college experiences. But... I also feel like I'm doing okay in the business, which is so hard to do, which, you know, and, and like every day I still struggle with it. But like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be able to like, be an actor, you know, and to like, not have given up yet.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, Christ, that is... Uh, it sounds
1: so dark, but this no. business just sucks, like, yeah, so, much, also, so
0: often. It is, and it's also, like, there's a, um, a statistic that a friend of mine I used to work with, this kid, Adam County, told me years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, I don't know, like, it's not the best metric because it's not fully the one-for-one, one, but he was like, there are more, uh, there are, it is harder to be a writer than it is to be a uh major league baseball player. Oh my God. Which is the, the metric is that, is that like there is every year there's more people drafted into Uh major league baseball than there are people who join the WGA. Totally. So that does, that's not a one for one. Right. But it's just like easy to overlook that if you've been doing it for a while and you get caught in the weeds and you're like navel gazing about like, I wish I was doing this or Mm -hmm. this fucking job is getting boring or whatever right still like think like oh we're like pros totally we are like professional athletes we're like pasty unathletic professional athletes yeah
1: yeah and like when you once you like i feel like go through like a couple years where you're not as doing as well like you really realize like how hard it is to do what you do yeah you know otherwise everyone would do it and i feel like a lot of people and especially in la like i feel like a lot of people just like want to do what we do but but it's 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 it takes a lot of work
0: yeah and it's good to have that perspective because like it's easy to be like shitty about like, I got to get up early and I got to do this thing. I don't really want to. But then you're like, just take a step back and like, fuck, how lucky right. are we? Right. That which we get is to do make ups, which is and paid well for it. And it's, it's the dream for it, so many
1: people, including ourselves. We get to just have fun and yeah. like, you know, and, it, and it's, and that's why I, oh, I'm constantly checking myself. Like even coming on this podcast, I'm like, I have had like the most fortunate life yeah. and I'm able to recognize that, you know, like the hardest thing I've ever gone through is probably a breakup. So, which is
0: not nothing. Yeah, it's they not nothing. Really fucking, it, you'd knock you to your feet. It's
1: not nothing, but even like your like, I, dude, your story, like you know, with you had colon cancer and and you know, colitis,
0: I, but uh, approximation, yeah, right,
1: right. Um, You know, and I've heard you tell that story before and like, and, and I know you've been through other shit and you know, you've lost a a parent and Mm -hmm. like, you know, so, you know, I'm fortunate, I'm so fortunate that I, you know, haven't gone through any major losses like that other like grandparents. It's
0: coming for everybody. (laughs) Right. And
1: like, so it's very scary and like, and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I just feel like I am really fortunate.
0: Well, that's the thing that I've always, you know, would have known you for Five years now, probably five years. Yeah, yeah. five years. Um, but I, that's like a, a thing because early on, when all now everybody's like you know in their mid late twenties or mm-hmm. even early thirties, still playing teenagers. Yeah, it's so like everybody's crazy. like adults <laughs> now. But like at that point in time, everybody was still pretty young. Mm-hmm. And like I was always impressed with you because like even though you were young, you like carried yourself with like a sense of awareness and gratitude uh, and like the depth of an adult. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was just because you that's were really raised nice. here, but like uh, that's a, a thing. Um, maybe i'm interested in is like you talked about like the cautionary tale of your friend going down this like darker path Mm -hmm. but like you've been doing this since you said you were nine Mm -hmm. is that like you said you check yourself but is like is that a thing that is like because there's so many pitfalls doing this at any age Mm -hmm. like you know i think there's like a a a bill murray adage like if anybody like gets very successful Mm -hmm. right away he's like give them a year if they're still an asshole after a year, then you've lost them. Yeah. If it's like a year of like regulating, like, cause it, you know, for life changes so drastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, is that something that, how much do you like struggle against? Like, I want to do be very successful, but I also want to like, not, not be a be an, fucking turd or asshole. never, or just like, you know, get lost in like what is important.
1: Yeah. I, I dude, I feel like for me, I've just never felt like, like I'm, I, am i I I always say like I feel like I'm mildly successful like I feel mm-hmm. like I like have so much more that I want to do and sure. like and like I I'm just neurotic so I'm co- even though I yes I'm like a series regular on a hit mm-hmm. television show I'm constantly questioning whether w- like when I'm gonna be written off of it or like you know worried about this or like when this show and like a thought I have all the time is like when this show ends like am I gonna look too y like I'm not I'm too old to be in high school but I'm too young looking to be like to play like a leading yeah. adult or like even like an offbeat leading guy because I'm I look so young so like I question everything all right. the time so I feel like I just, I want, like, I've had a slow burn and I feel like I, I'm, I like that it's been that because Mm -hmm. I can constantly check in and be like, okay, you're doing well for now, but what, like, what's next? Like, you know, constantly looking like five years ahead of like what I want to do and where I want to be, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you have like a lot of that again, like your buddy when you're a kid? Like you have a lot of that, like bro- mirrored back of like I see like these peers of mine, like oh you're becoming a real shitbag, yeah, or I, uh, you're just getting sad, or just like you're just losing yourself.
1: Yeah, there's so many, there's so many people here now, and, and especially now with like Instagram and shit, sure. like people that are just like famous on Instagram,
0: which is so weird. that
1: I know I know so many of these people just from like friends of friends yeah. of people I've met and like. I just, I, I'm, I'm happy I'm not one of those people sure. and I'm happy that I can recognize like that this is all fake. And like, if Instagram wasn't around, then you got like, cause I feel like it really does damage us. Like I see certain people and they're like, they seem like their life is so glamorous and stuff. And I got this for free and I did this mm-hmm, and this. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, like I wouldn't tr- like at the end of the day, I get to like actually act and like, I like what I do in any like fame I garner from that is like authentic because it's like, right. I actually put the work in to do that. So right, as
0: opposed to just this like curated, like, here's my highlight reel. Yeah. People just, my people
1: just want to be famous for yeah. no reason, you know? So like, I, you know, I, that's just a part of what comes with like what I get to do and I actually really like doing that thing. So if I am known for that, then that's great. And if, yeah. you know, so I, I just don't think I have it in me to like act better than I am or, or like, right. you know, act like I'm some hotshot or, or I entitled just, or, yeah, I just him. don't, I just don't see it that way. And and I, and I constantly have that like that fear of like that it's it's all gonna stop one day, so I feel like that kind of keeps me grounded and yeah. Keeps me. I think
0: I think mean, there's like diminishing returns. If you're always afraid, then it's like all right, what are we doing here? But like yeah. I think that's a healthy level of fear. Just yeah. Because then you don't become an ass. Well, just because you I feel like to work people hard. can
1: get so complacent and like you know even on our show, like I feel like there's so many like uh-huh. like, like like I just don't take this job for granted and I right. don't take um I don't take like any of these successes for granted at right. all. And like I'm I I'm just happy to be able to do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do you, uh, do you feel like, cause the inverse of that, do you, because now you've, you know, been working regularly for, I mean, for a lot, most of your life, but mm-hmm. like consistently for the last like five years, mm-hmm. is there like a confidence that comes with that? Like now when you come to like, oh, I have this new opportunity to like audition for another pilot or a mm-hmm. movie is, do you feel like a little bit more settled or is it still like that level of like, fuck? I really, I really want to do well, but I, am I a hack? Am I like, do you still have yeah, those?
1: dude, things? I, it's constant. Like yeah. it's like, it's, it's day by day. Like it right. changes, you know, I, I, there's so, there's also so many talented people and like, sure, especially guys my age, like there's so like, there's people getting nominated for Oscars at my a bunch of age. like
0: uh, uh, talented, funny white guys. Out? <laughs> yeah. There's so many. Wow. Yeah. Just so a dime a dozen. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, you know, like it, it just, but I think that inst- instead of which, cause I trust me, I do beat myself up a lot about like, you're not this person, you're not this person. I, it's the, I try to just take it and, and go, okay, like what, what am I, what can I do every day to like get closer to my goals, you know, right. and, and take it, take it the opposite way and, and kind of just turn it into fuel for like where I want to be, right. you know?
0: Um, you said we were talking about the the Instagram kind of yeah. empty celebrity and like you said that like everybody wants to be famous for no reason yeah and I think that's fair but I I do also think like what is the crux because it's not for no reason right mm-hmm. it's like I think at the at the core of it if if I had to guess and everybody's different but I think it's like everybody wants to feel seen and feel special mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter like to what way you get that if it's like empty like I feel like you have a healthy perspective like I'm getting if anything I'm I'm kind of achieving is because it's a thing that I love to do as Mm -hmm. opposed to just like any means necessary to make me feel like that I matter right which is so like you're friends with I have like a few friends who are kind of vaguely in that position Mm -hmm. but it's usually because it's come out of other things that have got guarded the notoriety right but like what is it like to do Those people seem happy. I mean, I don't know. This is a like weird they, tangent. They
1: but. are, but like, they, they. they <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's like it's it's two different lives. It's like right. the the them online is just something that they put out there for other people to know. I. I and then the, the actual people, like I feel like a lot of them have like anxiety and depression and, sure. and things like that.
0: So it's it is really it's like everybody's own publicist or a highlight reel. It's
1: just weird. Yeah. It's 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 insane. Like the whole YouTube world is so interesting worldly, to me. Yeah. It's just it's you know, I, I but there are also some really cool people that I've met that do happen to to do that, sure. you know? So um I don't know. I mean it's just I just I don't know. Yeah, it's there's it's a it's a weird time, and I I just wonder how like how uh, you know how long you can do that for how it. sustainable it is how sustainable it is yeah right.
0: Yeah, it's a weird place, man. I mean, I am grateful that I didn't grow up here because it was aspirational to come here. Like mm-hmm. I knew I was gonna, I knew I always wanted to come here. And I I the first time I'd ever set foot in L.A. was the day I moved here.
1: Wow, really? So, like I
0: didn't know what the you fuck just I was came. Doing. Yeah, just came because like we had a Emerson had a satellite campus, so I was doing my last semester here. So it was like mm-hmm. a safe way to dive in. You could like dip your toe in without having to be like, I need to pay rent and find a job immediately. You got to like, I'm still going to classes kinda right. and do internships. But, like, I remember when I got here, because I didn't know what to expect, I was like, everything's a strip mall. Huh. <laughs> huh. And then I remember the first, the first night I arrived here, I got here, it was my cousin, uh, Pat's, the eve of his 21st birthday. So, we're like, well, we're taking you out. It's mm-hmm. past midnight. And we went to, didn't know any, any bars in town, didn't know shit. But, like, we'll just drive down Sunset. That's right. a hot area. <laughs> yeah. Took him to the Saddle Ranch. Real garbage. Right. show, And... <laughs> went up to buy him a drink, and it was like 1.30. He was like, hey, well, four or whatever. And he's like, okay, it was just last call. I was like, last call? Last call, yeah. It's 1.30. And he's like, uh-huh. And he's like, isn't this, I remember I said, isn't this a big city? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what time do bars close? And he's like, two. two. I was like, two? That's the same shit as Pittsburgh. What the fuck? This should be, I thought this was going to be like a Miami or Chicago or New York. Like, yeah. We just like keep a it v- rolling. Vegas situation. Yeah. Yeah. That so was weird, but that's uh, so funny. I don't know. It's I. I'm grateful to have the perspective to like not have been here the whole time, but totally. also like it was always where I wanted to be.
1: Yeah, and even I feel like even growing up in the valley makes sure. me like I had like a relatively normal. Like I also went to public school, you yeah. know, so like I had a relatively normal upbringing. Yeah, you had like, even though I was a little
0: bit. And, yeah, yeah.
1: Even though I was involved in the business to an extent, you know, it's it. I ha- I'm glad I even had the valley perspective.
0: <laughs> right. You right. know. So now that you're like, uh, you know, you're older and you're deeply addicted to a bunch of drugs, Mm -hmm. um, big, big drug guy, big, big drug Mm guy. Uh, what is like, actually, what is, I guess just, I always try to like finish these things like asking for like some, uh, kernel of advice, right? Mm. So what is your advice to like anybody who is like perhaps younger and like striving to do this or at any age, Mm -hmm. uh, and like just how to, what's your advice, like keeping like a good head on your shoulders and to like not lose perspective or hope?
1: Yeah. Um, well I would say stay off Instagram. That's (laughs) that's great advice for most people. If you do, like, it's just like, keep in mind that people are only putting out there what they want people to see. And like, you know, I, I think that what bring, what I've found that brings me true happiness is working towards my goals and like doing what I actually love to do. And and that comes from doing the work, you know, whether it be reading plays and, or working on acting or, or, or doing an improv class or whatever that is, um, you know, just keep it about the work and, and do something, do, you know, spend at least like an hour every day working towards those goals, whether like if it's acting, you know, make it reading a play or reading a script or, you know, and if it's writing, you know, try to write something or, or read some of the, the great, you know, works of good writers. Um, yeah, I would say that, I would say just like, you know, family
0: circus, exactly, exactly. Garfield,
1: (laughs) Garfield. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I would say just like work, you know, make every day like a new opportunity, especially if you don't have, you know, if you have the freedom to not have a nine to five, which I feel like so many people that come to LA to like be an actor, like maybe they have family money or or whatever it is and they don't have to have like a sustainable job. You know spend that time as if you do have a nine to five you know working towards your goals otherwise you're wasting time
0: yeah i think that is solid advice is that good advice i think so i feel like it was just mean Mean? no i don't think so i think that was uh i think that was like a thing when i was when i was in my early 20s and shit like i i always worked i worked like i wrote for a bunch of magazines and like some newspapers that's awesome and but i still like and i did commercials but you know sometimes it'd be like a windfall you'd get a bunch of money and then it'd be like oh I'm not gonna make this for a while like you get it like your dad's a character actor and you're doing the same thing yeah so I also did like kids parties on the weekends yeah oh my god I love that which was sometimes cool because <laughs> you meet like a very cool kid but sometimes it's like very demoralizing because mm-hmm. you'd like just be wearing spandex and fucking Inglewood <laughs> what did
1: and, like, you do like were you a clown
0: <laughs> no I mean I was I did clown like would like be Spider-Man I was Spider-Man a lot oh and, you were like, Spider-Man Batman and Superman and Mr. Incredible and like the Hulk and uh amazing you know, I think it was supposed to be like technically. If anybody asks, like, I'm Spider Guy, because <laughs> like, you can't right say Spiderman. Yeah, but like it was that was like a spider very guy. I think a very humbling thing just because I moved out here and was like I remember when I first came out here, like I tested for a pilot like mm-hmm. within like three months of moving here, That's and I was amazing. like, ah, yeah, this is shit. I've got easy. it. <laughs> I got this. Of course, didn't get it. Yeah, and then like had to start doing all these kids' parties, and I was like, right, no matter what little level of kernel of like teas of a carrot of like look a little bit of success it was uh-huh. always like you still have to put on these fucking gross spandex outfits and let a bunch of five-year-olds like <laughs> you know poke call at you their, spider poke at your body <laughs> and like you say like give me a balloon animal you shit <laughs> um so that's like was a, a good perspective
1: that's something i worry about sometimes that i've been fortunate enough to never have like a a like a, a
0: day job sure um You know, and
1: who knows? I mean, that could, as you can see now, that could change at any point, which my mind is very aware of. Yeah. Um, But I I just wonder if that makes me a little bit, you know, clueless. But I I don't know. I mean,
0: uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I I often think that like everybody in whatever position they're in should have to be a PA for a week Mm -hmm. because like that is the hardest job. It's mm-hmm. so hard and it's like basically thankless and you're there before everybody else and you're oh there afterward. I
1: say that all the time to the to our base camp PA. I'm mm-hmm. like, you have the hardest job yeah. on an entire set. It's, yeah, it's nuts. That's the one where you're there at four o'clock in the morning and you leave after everyone. Yep. It's... Crazy. It's crazy, but and I think you, you do everything for
0: everyone. Yeah, and you know what's going on so much, and you're not coddled. You do mm-hmm. all like the shit. You're like actually like lifting things. And... Mm-hmm.
1: But hopefully, those people will you know go through the program and then become like really cool ads or directors. You know, yeah. Or someday. just I mean,
0: I, you know, I, I PA'd for a while here and there. And Did it you was just because like I needed cash. Mm-hmm. It was and I had friends working on things, and it was like I didn't like it. Like mm-hmm. I never wanted to work on the production side, but it was like a good thing. Like r- this is hard and sucks. And it makes me realize I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But do you think you got like good on set experience?
1: Cause I feel like that is like, you do need like yeah. set experience to yeah, succeed. I think I so.
0: Like. I mean, I think more of my like understanding of what I wanted came from like doing commercials at a young age. Uh-huh. Cause like then I was like the coddled little actor as mm-hmm. like, you know, who was, it was just more fun. It was more fun than being there three hours before everybody else. and right. You know, being exhausted and being treated like shit. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, but I think I don't know. I mean, I feel, like, I feel like as long as you like still consistently see that those people and be like y- you're working so much harder than me and I really mm-hmm. appreciate you, then I think yeah. you're okay. As long totally. as you don't lose that perspective. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't think I don't think either of us will.
0: I hope to, though, man. I just want <laughs> just to just piss on every person, every little person. I love I love that person. thing
1: about Steve Harvey sending mm-hmm. that email out to his whole staff, like, do not talk to me in the hallways. Oh, do boy. not say anything that's to nuts. me. I will not speak to you. Like, don't look me in the eye. Just, it's just cr- like, nuts. I understand you're busy and stuff, but also I'm about to do, we're all doing celebrity family.
0: Film. I heard. I that's heard. It. So Haley told me. Hey, Steve, uh, yeah. no no hard feelings, Steve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, no, it's... Yeah, I don't understand getting to that level where you just Like, not, you're just not that
1: successful that you just don't, you just forget about every...
0: Ev- be fucking nice. Be nice. <laughs> it takes less energy to be nice. True. Like, it's not, I mean, I'm just a, uh, uh, this is bullshit because I don't know the actual thing, but I know it's like something like four muscles to smile <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, yeah. 70 to frown. Right. And it's like, feels like that's the perfect metaphor for like, do the thing that's fucking easy. Yeah. People like you more and you feel better. Totally. I always look up to,
1: especially actors. Like I always look up to those people. Like Wendy, for example, sure. on our show. Like just who can be like the number one on the call sheet mm-hmm. and also be a fucking delight to be yeah. around and a professional. And, and like, also
0: appreciates people. She always does that shit at Christmas where she like does lottery tickets. Yeah, and stuff. She like gives
1: 10,000
0: bucks away to the crew or something. Yeah. And she throws like parties as for appreciation. Like it's that's just the way to
1: cool, do it. man. It's just, I've always looked up to people like, like I, I guest on on NCIS, mm-hmm. like when I was like 17 or 18 and Mark Harmon was the nicest yeah. fucking human being I've ever met. And he like makes the whole crew, cast and crew all have to sit together at lunch he says no one's no one's eating in your fucking trailer everyone sits together at lunch we all are a family like we're all gonna gonna talk and like he's just like a great leader and like a good role model
0: it trickles down man because i know uh on the michael j fox show like there was i'm sure there would have there could have there's potential for some personalities to be like more like not great Mm -hmm. but like if you have the guy at the top who is a uh, a, a deteriorative neurological disease mm-hmm. and is still fucking the Was nicest he just an awesome guy to be around? Yeah, just like everybody else is like it's just like, oh this guy who is exponentially more successful and has been doing it forever is and is still like have such an uphill battle is still so nice, everybody mm-hmm. else was like, Well I can't be a shit. True. And I think it's just like that's like the mirroring that you need. Like, right, yeah, I should I should be. If you're taking the time to be this nice, I can definitely do it.
1: Totally. And I think it'll it creates like longevity and like, yeah. you know, because who's like people talk and you get reputations and like oh yeah i've worked
0: people with people want to work with nice people i've worked with uh, a, 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 many of people who are like you know talented enough but fun and so nice mm-hmm. you can't be like you can't be medium talent and be a turd right exactly if you're gonna be a turd you have to be wildly successful insanely or wildly, talented yeah and even then it's like people yeah. are just like oh,
1: like brian that. Uh, brian callen the other day was telling us the story about how he did the movie with joaquin the new joker movie sure he said joaquin phoenix didn't say a word to him like on they they worked together for three three days mm-hmm. and had like multiple scenes and like i know he's he was method or whatever but sure. like never introduced himself, never said hi to Brian. Like, you know, I feel like Brian's like a pretty like loud guy and he's like, but he said he just like kind of kept to himself. He was like, I don't like, I've never met anyone like that. Yeah, like, I understand Joaquin is super talented and like, but clearly he's got to be like tortured and like,
0: yeah, that's, it'd be, uh, that shit's contagious. Cause then I'm sure he was in his head and like, uh, ah, yeah. it's supposed to be like, oh, this is fun. And I'm probably going to do so my cool. best work because everybody else is being nice and supportive. And yeah,
1: happens. you get to work with like the coolest people in the business and like yeah. the most talented and then they're, they're just shit. Like yeah. it's, it's
0: garbage. Sucks. Well, I think the thing to take away from here is be nice. Be nice. And uh, if you're 13, maybe wait till you're 15 to smoke some pot. Yeah, wait wait a couple years. Wait till you get wait till you got a bunch of hair on your nuts. Wait till you're grown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wait till you're a person at least. Yeah, and then yeah. you can make your own decisions. Yeah, that's my. I, I should. I was like looking back, like I should not have been smoking like you know fucking dank terrible pot <laughs> when I. Ha- had a very high voice like that was not the time to be doing it hey
1: guys let's smoke some weed yeah exactly
0: (laughs) and just like trying to act like i was tough because i was insecure about not by still having a high voice (laughs) exactly it's a vicious cycle Uh, but now you got the best voice oh the best voice i I can smoke all the pot
1: is that gonna happen for me someday i'm gonna have a cool
0: voice and a beard and stuff oh i can't grow a beard I mean, I can grow like a I mean, dude, patchy beard. Yeah. You'll
1: get I'm, there. I'm, it, it works for the show because I'm playing 17, but like I'm 26 and cannot really grow facial hair. And that's sometimes uh, I mean, frustrating.
0: I still feel like that's the thing where like you see like, I still see if I like uh, like a 20 year old who's got like a, a amazing beard. I'm like, you mm-hmm. must be older than me. You have to be, right? <laughs> Gotta like, be. I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Sucks. Uh thank you, man.
1: Yeah, I thank really appreciate you. you coming out. Dude, always love hanging with you.
0: Yeah, I love it. Let's uh get stupid high. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Only you, only you,
1: only you, only you. I see evidence.
0: There we go, gang. Market Another banner episode for the books, for the annals. Uh, thank you so much, Sam Lerner, for coming out and chatting with me. You're a wonderful man. You're a mensch. I love you, buddy. Uh, if you want to see what else is going on with the guy, check him out on the Twitter. It's at Sammy Lerner. That's at S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-R-N-E-R. He's a great dude. Follow him. You know, give him a follow. He's very funny. Um, but thanks so much, gang, for coming out here. I really appreciate it. A couple other thank yous. Thank you to Kingdom Flying Club and Julia Pod for art and music. Thank you to Hayden Fongheiser for everything that you do behind the scenes. I really appreciate it. And the biggest thanks, per usual, goes to you guys for showing up, for being here, for being a part of this. You're wonderful. And I love you. And I hope you have a great week.